This is Pauline Jennings, and you're listening to Musician Talk. Welcome to the Musician Talk Father's Day Special. We're marking the day by speaking with Rob Ryden and his son, Sam. Sam and Rob have been playing music together since Sam started playing and immediately showing his musical talents as a young boy. It's a unique and abiding bond that we get to explore today on the show. Stay tuned to hear about their musical journey as father and son, a few of their best and worst gigs, a ton of compelling insight, and you get to hear them perform. I'm eager to share this special episode of Musician Talk with you, so let's get to it. Let's talk with father and son, Rob and Sam Ryden. Hello and welcome to Musician Talk, Sam and Rob. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks, Pauline. What a joy to have you on, and thank you so much for taking time to do a Zoom interview. Because of course, Sunday when the show is on is Father's Day, and of course, as you should, you have plans. And so we are meeting here tonight to do this interview that will be broadcast on Sunday for everybody. So uh, now that we got all that out of the way. Tell me about your musical life together as father and son. I think it's an interesting aspect, and I think it happens quite a bit that parents that are musicians will have kids that are musicians. And so this is a nice time to have some insight into that from you guys. So I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, well, I started, I've been singing for as long as I can remember. And I think that was really brought about by the music that I had growing up around me. Specifically, my dad and my mom were always singing. And we were always listening to music. And so it was a very natural introduction to music and using my voice in that way, because we were, it was just all over the place at, at our house and at church and in the car. That was a huge one. Yep. <laughs> and then I started playing guitar when I was in, uh, I believe, second grade or third grade. I was nine and I wanted to play an instrument. I wanted to play guitar. Rob, were you playing guitar around the house at that time? Yeah, no. I, I'm I'm not a guitar player, and I I look at uh, I watch Sam and my uh, my other son Andrew and my daughter Grace. They all play guitar, uh, and I I watch all of them with great envy because I can't. <laughs> I've tried a couple times, and it's been sort of a hopeless failure. I'll try again. You know, I'm only in my mid fifties, so I can still right. learn stuff. Well, he gets he gets the <laughs> he he picks it up. He gets the G chord, the C chord, and the D chord, and then he just drops it for another two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mine are E minor, A minor, and G because those are easy. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> we all really easy. Head chords, yeah. So when Sam was really young, um, I was I was where I was an educator, so I was a school teacher and a school administrator. And then uh, I shifted um, right before Sam started taking lessons. I shifted and started doing music at a church here in town. And so all of a sudden, I was home all the time, and I was doing and I was working on music all the time. And, uh, and Sam started taking lessons with a friend of mine, Derek Harz, who's a local guy here in Northfield. And they just, man, they just hit it off. And I was doing music with Derek too, but I'm like, boy, he's, he totally hits it off with my son. And, and so they were just producing this great music and, you know, started out doing Bob Marley stuff. And, and I'm like, okay, well, I think we got something here. Yeah, you know? we, we started, the first song I learned, I think, was Three Little Birds. <laughs> Bob Marley with Derek Cars, who lived like a block away from us. <laughs> I think the first performance I did was the uh, school talent show. Okay. I believe. How old were you? I think I was, I want to say I was uh, nine. Or oh, nine still or at nine. nine. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, and I think Derek and I worked together 
for two talent shows, two Sibley Elementary talent shows. I think it was <laughs> fourth that. grade. And uh, I just had so much fun. He was a great teacher um, and just a really cool, chill guy. And so I just like instantly liked it. And I instantly liked playing guitar too. So <laughs> that was a good combination of liking him and liking the instrument. Yeah. So Rob, at this young age, here he is on stage playing. Yeah. What's that? What, what were you thinking? Oh man, I was uh, I was digging it like crazy. Right, you know? um, uh, oh, I just loved it. I mean, I, and his voice was, um, you know, my own voice has been sort of uh, shows the wear of lots of years of singing late at night and not taking very good care. You know, I've had several bouts with vocal issues and. And all of a sudden, here's my kid singing, and his voice is just pristine, you know, yes. and it remains pretty pristine to this day. Um, so it, it was just a thrill to hear him sing. And then the first time I had him do a gig with me at church, um, I remember it was a, a, we were doing a Greg Brown tune uh, uh, called uh, Canned Goods, I think. Canned Goods. Yeah. And, uh, and so this was, Sam was maybe 10. Wow. And, and he was playing up there with a big band. Aaron, Aaron Hawkinson was playing uh, banjo and and uh, Derek, and I think Allison Ray might have been singing on that gig. So there's some great musicians around him. And Sam sang the tune or sang a verse. And then there was a break, you know, and some solos. And then he came, there was kind of a funky little re-entry into the vocal part of the tune. And he just nailed it. You know, he just right on it. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to sort of hit that one myself, but he was right on it. So I'm like, well, you know what? I think maybe we're going to have some fun doing music together. And yeah. So not only does he have this great voice, not only is he getting proficient on guitar at such a young age, he has really excellent musical instincts. That's incredible. Yeah, I would say this. Really good musical instincts. And then also, and yeah, I'm sure you've talked about this with, with all your local musicians, just all kinds of generous musicians here in town yeah. who have been willing to spend time with him and play music you know i mean it's been um just a uh an embarrassment of riches on the on the music side with local folks oh, being that's great. willing to sort of pour their musical stuff into sam which has been great too you guys have done gigs throughout the years together when did you i mean and he's and sam's played at church um with you did you ever kind of were you ever in a band together did you ever play it regularly together or rehearse regularly together so we did we did church and when i started playing at church it was like it became a every week thing okay um so, so regular yeah sorry i was just gonna say so you guys were playing together every week yeah. because yes. you were the musical director at the church and, and playing piano and singing and directing yeah. correct yeah. rob yeah okay and it was like you know wednesday night rehearsals and then uh, I was I started playing with the Eastside Collective. I think I jumped in on a couple of gigs. And the Eastside Collective, it was it's you, Craigie, Craig Wozner. Uh, was it Brian Ponder? Was he drumming? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then uh, Dave Hazelton on guitar. Matt Hazelton's played some bass. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mike Legbold's played some bass. I mean, it's been really oh, yeah. it really has been a collective. Lots of folks <laughs> in and out. So I jumped in with with those other guys kind of initially. And then as we started playing more together, that lineup became Craig Wisner, Rob Bryden, Mike Lakevold, Steve Jennings, your, your husband. Yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> yeah. I'll own that. I'll own that. It's been a blast all the way around because like it's just been a great band with great players ever since I started playing. So when you first started sitting in with Eastside Collective, 
um, not really part of the band yet. Were, were the other band members like, yeah, you want to bring your kid in to sing or did they already all know about Sam and his talent? Yeah, there, some of those guys had also, you know, done music with their kids over the years. And so they knew what a, what a cool thing that was and cool. were willing to kind of carve out some space. Nice. And, and it, it didn't take long for Sam to go from kind of a young kid who could, who could play and sing at the same time to all of a sudden he started, he started writing some stuff then doing some of Sam's stuff became really fun. And I think fun for Sam too, to all of a sudden, you know, I mean, you, you sit up in your bedroom and you write songs, you and your guitar, you know? Yeah. But to all of a sudden have good players who can knock out uh, one of your one of your originals uh, with the full band can be pretty pretty heady stuff. So that, mm-hmm. was, that was a cool thing too. Yeah. I bet, I bet to have that realized with, it filled out with these people that know what to play. I mean, you're not telling them what to play on your original song. They're listening to the song going, okay, because I'm an expert here, I can figure out my own part. And that's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool. And like, it speaks to this, to the musical experience when you are playing with people, just in general, is you have a bunch of lives, different lives, different experiences coming together to make this moment. Yes. And so it's just it's one of the one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced and ever will is is having people like put a part of themselves into this song mm. or this jam mm. or like whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so being able to be a part of that um, over the years has really given me like a, a really profound appreciation for playing with people. Mm. Um, nice. And I'm just so grateful for kind of the older players and just every player I've gotten to play with I am super grateful for but to like have mentors yeah you know it's been super cool because that thing happens with the mentor and the mentee and there's a connection is made and it's a bond like no other really in my opinion oh you will you'll you'll recognize that in each other your whole lives when you see each other that bond will come just back just like old friends that you, yeah. that you see after um, years. It's kind of like that. I wonder, Rob, um, are you a songwriter? Uh, yeah, most of my stuff ends up going to my to my regular gig, which is the church uh, church music. So most of my stuff kind of tilts that direction. I was just wondering, because Sam's, a lot of his songs are per- very personal. And so I, I'm sure you're just thrilled when you started to hear these creations that your child was creating. Um, but on top of that, and on top of that, you get an insight into your child, perhaps that other parents don't get. Yeah. What do you, yeah. what do you, what do you do with that? Oh, I think uh, sometimes you just sort of scratch your head and, and go, huh, where, I wonder where that came from, you mm-hmm. know? Um, cause some of the things come from, um, come from the, exp- you know, our shared experience, you know, and I might recognize, a a comment about his brother or um, about an event in the life of our family or something. But then other songs will, will tag something that is deeper and maybe yeah. more emotional, kind of part of his emotional life. Um, some of it that has been pretty well hidden, you know, from, um, from those of us even close to him. Right. So that that is a that's a whole nother sort of experience to hear that and go, oh, oh, I didn't realize that. My child is a poet and I just reread something that she wrote for me and it, it's such deep stuff. And it's such an opportunity to get a glimpse into your child's heart and soul. 
yeah. and pain sometimes, yeah. right? That you don't know about otherwise. Right, right. Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, I think that is a, is a, is a, re, is a real privilege for, yeah. for a parent to be able to, and it's humbling also for a parent to right. hear that stuff and go, oh, oh, you know, because yeah. you want, you just want to set up this cocoon around your kid. And you can't, you know, right. Uh, right. and so, so some of these lyrics are indicators of, of the failure of that kind of approach, you know, <laughs> the failure to protect and right. you can't, because you, know, you can't, you can't, because you can't. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. All right. We have to move on to the first song. And I have a little story behind this. I, I started this uh, section during Musician Talk as the quote section where I talk, I find a quote kind of related to the guest and then I talk to the guest about it. And so I sent uh, Rob and Sam this quote that I decided to use. And it, was, it happened to be a quote from a, a song, lyrics from a song. And so what did they do? They surprised me by recording the song. And the song <laughs> is The Times They Are a Changing. And so We'll talk about the verse that I want to that I want to talk about after we take a listen to Sam and Rob play Times Are Changing, a Bob Dylan tune. First, I want to know who is singing what? You switch off verses. Who sings the first verse? Yeah, we alternate verses. So it's me and then my dad on the second, me on the third, kind of, and then the same thing. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And and then at the end, very little bit of uh, harmonizing, uh, which I love, love, love. You guys blend really well together. So let's take a listen to Sam and Rob Ryden sing Bob Dylan's tune, The Times They Are Changing.
mothers and fathers throughout the land. And don't criticize what you can't understand, that your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Your old road is rapidly aging. Please get out the new one if you can't lend your hand for the times they are changing. The line it is drawn, the curse it is cast. Jennings, and you just heard Rob and Sam Ryden sing the Bob Dylan tune, The Times They Are Changing. Rob and Sam are father and son musicians, my guests today for the Musician Talk Father's Day special. So this, listening to your voices on this song, well done, by the way. Um, <laughs> you, your voices are very different in tone and texture, but they really blend well together. And I think that's the blood. And it's also, of course, years and years and years and years and years of singing together. You learn how to match vowels and when to end your notes and all those kind of things. You can sense that from each other. That's beautiful. Thank you for doing that. Um, so the verse that I wanted to talk about is um, come mothers and fathers throughout the land and don't criticize what you can't understand. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Your old road is rapidly aging. Please get out of the new one. If you can't lend your hand for the times, they are changing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is appropriate with having a father and son, Father's Day special, um, this verse. And basically, the, you know, it's kind of cliche in that it's kind of like parents get out of the way for your kids to take over. And we all have heard that many times. But there's, when you really look at it, it's, it, it's deeper than that. And so what, how does this speak to you, this verse, first of all, Sam? Hmm. I think uh, a lot of my feelings about it have to do with the idea of the parent aiding their child in their journey, as opposed to trying to force a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. And I think something that I'm grateful for with my parents and my dad is that there's there's been this support for my whole life to kind of chase the things that I'm passionate about. Um, and encouragement to kind of take the reins in my own life I've fought that support a bunch like Mm -hmm. and I think it's kind of natural for a kid to do that but I that's just a really poignant line the idea of the parent like helping their kid how about you Rob what's most poignant in that quote in that verse to you well I love that that admonition Dylan's admonition to not criticize what you don't understand you know yes that's uh, I, I do spiritual direction sometimes, and 
and one of the instructions is what is to look for a line or an element of a verse that shimmers and that shimmers for me. Don't criticize what you don't understand. There's much in this world and there's much in the lives of my kids that I just don't understand. You know, I don't, I don't get it. I think I do. And I think I want to sort of speak my wisdom into it, but I, I can't, I'm not really capable of it. And, um, and that's hard to do, to sort of put the critic away and to instead try and engage kind of step-by-step with your kid in, in experiencing this thing, which is pretty unknown, you know? Um, so, so that, that's, that's hard, but I think it is a really poignant line. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think especially in this, in this time, as we watch, kind of look at our culture and even our politics, and we see uh, a certain sort of retrenchment kind of happening, yeah. you know, um, we see some kind of pushing back and saying, no, we need to go back to how things were. We need to return to another time that was better, that was safer, that was less dangerous, that was whatever, you know? Right. And um, man, I think that's tempting, but I also think that it's uh, number one, I think it's futile. And number two, I think that kind of thinking is dangerous because I think it marginalizes our voice. And it's also false. And because- it's false. Right. Because you look back and you, you remember what you want to remember to support your points to bring up back whatever you want right now. And so right. it's so selective. Yeah, it's selective and it's and it's false. So um, yeah. there's good things about every time and there's bad things about every time. And the good thing about moving forward and progress progress is that perhaps we stop otherizing as much as we as yeah. as we um, ought to. And but now it's not. It's like we're, we're on this pendulum back to otherizing. And I think that making somebody into the other is exactly what Dylan's getting to on that. Don't criticize what you don't understand. Absolutely. I think yeah. you're totally right on. Yeah. And I also love um, the, the line for me that if you can't lend a hand, basically get out of the way. Just <laughs> yeah. get out of the way. And right. it also speaks to when you think of, you know, parents move aside for the kids. Well, no, that's not what he's saying. He's saying he's saying give them a hand up, lift yeah. them up, lift your children, lift your men, the people that you're mentoring, lift them up. And I think you're right. So right, Rob, that happens a lot in this community. Yeah. The question is, you know, are you going to help or are you going to hinder, you know, right. Because right. Um, you, because it's tough to just be neutral and it's right. not very interesting or useful to be just neutral anyway. Well, and then there's the whole question on what is help. And that goes back to what you were saying. You want to give wisdom when you don't really even understand what you're giving wisdom about. So it's really not very wise because if you don't know what you're talking about, how can you give, you know, wisdom to it? And so (laughs) just keep in a vortex. (laughs) Parenting kind of feels like that sometimes, but mostly. That's true, Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the second song. And um, and as we've just been talking, and as Dylan is telling us, we're going to hand the reins off to Sam. He's going to do one of his tunes um, for us live here on our Zoom interview. So this song is called "Same Old Story." Can you tell us a little bit about writing this song, Sam? Yeah, well, I think um, I talk a lot about um, kind of anxiety and stagnancy. And that was, you know, that's something that I've, that I've kind of struggled with over the years is like, in, is, is stagnancy as a result of indecision or procrastination that comes from that indecision? 
-hmm. And the song is all about kind of breaking away from that and taking a step forward as opposed to living in this really heavy friction of like wanting to go somewhere, but being too afraid to, or trying and quitting right away because it doesn't work out immediately. And I, like, I am I, a very instant gratification type of guy sometimes where I just want it now. And I don't have the patience sometimes to really see things through. So this song is kind of about getting out of that. And it's more about living in the moment, being mindful, but it's so hard to do. It's like, it's something that I have to check myself on like 10 times a day, if not more. <laughs> Sam, that's so great that you're looking at those things at this age, though. I think that a, a lot of times people don't realize what you just said until they're older. And, um, and, it's a, and it's a lifelong thing, I think, that fighting that, fighting those doubts. And it's really cool that you're writing about it and, yeah. and working on it right now. So uh, very cool. And oh, what I want everybody to listen to in this song is just listen to this young man's range. Oh, my goodness. And the control that you have because you're going all over the place and it's, it's, you have incredible control. So here is my guest today, Sam Wright, and singing his song, Same Old Story.
This is the Father's Day Musician Talk Special with me, your host, Pauline Jennings, and my father and son guests today, Rob and Sam Ryden. You just heard Sam perform Same Old Story, his original song, and he performed it live during our Zoom interview. You know, your falsetto is just so pure and spot on, but it, it doesn't really change that much from your, from your chest voice. And that's why I think that your, your voice sounds so pure and so sweet so often is, um, is because you don't have a big difference in tone, tonal quality between those two. There is some, of course. And then all you know, the hopping around at the end, that you're just hitting those notes spot on. Your, your voice also cuts through the din so beautifully mm-hmm. and is easy on the ears. Nicely done. Thanks. <laughs> and great job on the guitar too. All right, so you guys, uh, you play some gigs together. And so I'm just wondering about your worst and best gig. Rob, could you tell me something about either one? Yeah. You can pick which one you want yeah, to do yeah. first. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you about a couple of the best gigs. One of the best gigs was uh, in, in a local place here called The Reunion, downtown Northfield. A couple of years ago, it was right around Christmas time, and Sam had been off for his, I think, his first few months at University of Memphis yep. in Tennessee, and came back and just had this sack full of songs, you know, that he was cranking out that fall and winter. Reunion had just reopened and had this, has this beautiful upstairs music room. It's kind of a bouncy room, a lot of hard surfaces, but the room was so full of humans that uh, that helped sort of tamp the sound down and also helped jack the energy way up. And so it was so much fun that night. It felt like just a huge kind of New Year's party a few days early, you know? It did. It was wonderful. So that, that was just a huge highlight, and it felt like homecoming and all, all that other stuff. And then I think my favorite gig with Sam was a little before that at another local place, Imminent Brewing. Uh, and Sam did a, um, an album when he was a junior in high school, and it was supposed to be just something that we would use to sort of include with his applications to colleges, and it ended up being a little bit more than that and had ended up with seven original songs on there and was produced and engineered by a couple of uh, our friends who both are Carlton props, Andy Flory and Jason Decker. And they just put in hours and hours and hours shaping and perfecting this thing. And so then we had a, uh, an album release party at Imminent and it was a, another just enormous party with lots of folks and sort of everybody that we love, you know, was part of that deal. Mm-hmm. I think so, I was at that one too. It was very crowded. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, fun, yeah. And everybody's so happy. It just seemed yeah. like everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to comment on some of my favorite ones. And those two are big <laughs> ones that I, uh, the, the vibes of a great live music thing are unbeatable. And mm-hmm. like those two, it was just so much fun. People were laughing People are having fun and, you know, we're able to just like put this music out there and like really rock out. And, you know, I will comment too. I'm, I really like the Armory Square gigs that we've done together, yeah. which is right on the side of Imminent outside. Yeah. Cause that, that feels kind of like a backyard barbecue type of feel. I love those. So. Well, I hope you guys have uh, some gigs in some of those places this summer, which we'll talk about after we talk about, Worst gig? Do you have one? Nothing specific, really. I mean, there's there's one bad lighting, bad sound. Yeah. Our sound equipment was unplugged before the right before we were about to play. 
Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. Sound is such a huge thing because the set, sound setup takes a long time sometimes. Yep. Yeah, so we got there and all our sound was like, our whole setup was moved. Everything was unplugged. It's like, oh what? no. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, yeah those moments <laughs> so, you feel like, boy, uh, you know, you want to have control uh, uh, of all the, all the elements of your show, yeah. you know? Yes. Uh, and then all of a sudden, all that stuff is, is sort of no longer in your control and it's really hard to get it back in real time while you're while you're trying to play well yeah especially especially when you come back you leave in such high spirits as we did and we came back and it was just like the world started to burn yeah your heart just sinks your stomach sinks everything sinks yeah Yeah. not only does the momentum sort of go but the momentum continues to it's hard to ever get it back right Yeah. And I think, you know, there were there were those gigs early on where we were like didn't know what was going on with lighting and so, you know, uh two thirds of the way through the gig, all of a sudden the sort of it's becoming pretty dark and we don't have any lights for the show. <laughs> and we're just sort of murky shadows on stage, you know, and it's like oh Yeah, we became you know? shadow people. Yeah, all right. A shadow band. <laughs> this this all of a sudden this feels creepy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, you guys, we got to wrap this up. And so I'm wondering about any summer gigs and also where we can find your music, Sam. Uh, I have a Facebook, Sam Ride Music. Um, I have a YouTube, just Sam Ryden. I have an Instagram, which is Sam, it's just Sam Ryden. And uh, I have a Spotify too, which if you look up Sam Ryden, you can find that. So that's um, where we could go to listen to your music. Yep, yep. Okay. And we've got some new things on the way. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, probably a few song, four song, five song EP. And that release date is not out there yet. But there's stuff that's that's happening, so. Well, maybe you'll have to be on Musician Talk again when you release yeah. that. A little bit of summer stuff coming up at um, uh, Chapel Brewing out in, uh, in Dundas, at Imminent, mm-hmm. at Reunion. Local stuff, pretty much. Yep, the Facebook will have um have those dates on there okay great yeah well i'm looking forward to seeing you guys play live and thank you so much for joining me for the father's day special this was great really 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 great conversation thank you i agree thanks pauline hey happy father's day (laughs) hey happy father's day to you i should have started (laughs) out with that i'm so sorry happy father's (laughs) day to you and everybody all those fathers out there be they by blood or otherwise yeah yeah thanks pauline take care thank you Thanks so much to Sam and Rob for joining me today for this open and insightful conversation. Thanks always to Wendy Norquist and to you for listening to Musician Talk on the One, KYMN. Have a terrific day and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day.